TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Piercy with you for episode 475. And boy, oh boy, have I missed this man, Australia's number one wellness expert who has <laughs> been hovering all the way over in Houston. He <laughs> is Dr. Damien Christoph. Welcome home, Damo. Piercy, great to be home. Great to be back in the land of Oz. Tell you what, it's tricky traveling these days, but it was great. Great over there and great to be back here, PC. Thanks for the introduction. Great to join you on another episode of 100 Not Out. Can you believe it? 475 episodes. I, I can't believe it, but I, I do feel rusty. Uh, people that are dedicated listeners of the podcast will know that the last mm-hmm. two weeks has been a special presentation by myself at uh, Wellness Renewed uh, on Life Changing Community and then a special interview with Damien and Sam Wood yep. on The Wood Life. And so it, it hasn't been our typical 100 Not Out fun and I have <laughs> genuinely missed you as if we were only up to episode five and uh, we got five <laughs> in and we were enjoying ourselves and then we had two weeks off. To think that we haven't actually recorded like this in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, I'm nervous. You know, I'm, I'm nervous and excited all at the same time. Oh, really? Don't be nervous. Um, we're all over this. We're all over this. We've done this a we've few got times. We'll, we've got it. We'll be fine. International. But, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I was going to ask I you. International you travel. Mean. I understand what you mean. You know, like it's it's a big part of our every week is just hanging out. And I know we say this. We've said it a few times, but it is a big part. It's a bit of a bucket filler, and it's a great mm. hump day. You know, like it's just it, it makes the week go faster. Not that you want time to fly, but it's uh, I'm not out. I don't know about you listening to this right now. I'm not too sure if when you're listening to this, you kind of go, oh, I just love it as much as what they do. <laughs> I'm really nervous to ask people if they love it as much as we do um, because you never know. You don't want to ask too many questions you don't know the answer to. But um We really hope that whether you're walking, driving, ironing, cooking, sitting, standing, uh, whatever you're doing, uh, that you're enjoying this. Now, Damo, um, it would be remiss of us on 100 Not Out if we didn't reflect and remember uh, the world's oldest person, Kane Tanaka, who Mm -hmm. died recently aged 119. (laughs) She died of what my children would call oldness. And um, yeah. she lived an incredible life, and we um, we now have a new uh, world's oldest person. But first of all, let's just pay credence to Kane Tanaka. She was born in 1903, January the 2nd, yeah. uh, the same year the Wright brothers flew for the first time and that Marie Curie became the first woman to win a Nobel Prize. Isn't that amazing to think that we actually don't have anyone born in the 1800s? Anymore, like everyone, like the oldest person, 1903. Um, certified by the Guinness World Records in 2019 as the world's oldest living person um, and was in relatively good health until recently and lived in a nursing home where she enjoyed board games, solving math problems, fizzy drinks and chocolate. Yes, we have another chocolate lover. Love it. She had been planning to join last year's Torch Relay for the Olympic Games but pulled out um, due to the uh, coronavirus. Um 
Uh, there was a couple of things in here that I loved. In her younger years, Tanaka ran various businesses, including a noodle shop and a rice cake store. Uh, she was married in 1922, giving birth to four children and adopting a fifth. Um, uh, yeah, as of last September, the, Japan had 86,510 centenarians. Wow, isn't that amazing? <laughs> isn't, isn't that amazing? We've got a lot of 100 not out to go. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh. If you thought that 475 episodes was enough, we've got 86,510 more episodes we could do just in Japan. Mm. And now the world's oldest person goes back to France after the incredible controversy of Jean Calment oh, yeah. all those years ago. Uh, France, which it was in Israel with um, Israel Crystal, and it is now back in France after, I think, a 20-odd-year uh, hiatus, a French nun known as Sister Andre, official name Lucille Randon. Uh, she's now the world's oldest person. Randon was born in southern France, the <laughs> south of France, the next longevity populace. She was born in February, uh, February Let's 11, go there. Let's 1904. Let's there. go to Lucille's house and yeah. say hello. Um, and she recently, Damo, listen to this. She recently celebrated her, okay. her 118th birthday with her favourite, get ready for it, port and chocolate cocktail. <laughs> Anyone want to hear the commonalities here? Chocolate, chocolate. Mm-hmm. She lives in a nursing home in Toulon along the Mediterranean coast of France. I know where we're going, Damo, when we hit the uh, air again. If we, can't, if we can't get Icaria and Sardinia going, I think we do Icaria and Toulon. Yeah, well, I just want everyone to know that Damo and I are excitingly, excitedly, uh, having off-air discussions around returning to Ikaria in 2023. Sure. And, sure. um, you know, this will sound a little bit sad, but a little bit exciting all at the same time. Can you actually imagine, it just makes me realise how much the world has been in, for want of a better term, pause mode for so long, that if we do go to Ikaria in 2023, it will be four years since we were last there. I can't believe that. I cannot believe that that would be the case. No, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It doesn't seem like that long ago. But, you know, I think that that two years during, you know, lockdown phase of our life, that just disappeared so quickly. Like it, it feels like that has just disappeared into obscurity because not much happened in that time. So there's not a lot to write about, not a lot to talk about. Mm. Um, so it's hard to mark events other than oh, I do remember when everyone had COVID. Or do you remember when the world was shut down? It's hard to imagine that that was actually for two years. Mm. Like that flew. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, back in those days. Yeah. So I think if anyone's wondering um, what to do from the first uh, seven minutes from this episode, it's definitely incorporate chocolate in your life, whether it's just a block of chocolate or you somehow have a chocolate cocktail. You know, instead of an espresso martini, it might be a mocha martini. (laughs) Uh, But if you aren't um, including chocolate in your everyday diet, then you're pretty much putting yourself out of the running to be the world's oldest person. Um, True. And, Damon, what I'm loving is that we are having genuine, genuine records, recordings, recordations of people getting to 100 to almost 120, which for many years has has, has been the, uh, the number that health experts like to suggest is the um, possible. It's possible. Yep. Unless you talk to Dave Asprey, of course, which it's, what is it, 150 or 140, 180? Or... 140. 
375. With 463,000 tablets per day. It's um, <laughs> of biohacking. Um, <laughs> sorry, Dave. I know there's probably something in there, but uh, I'm going to stick with my chocolate, my port, a bit of cheese and some Mediterranean grub. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. Yep. Give me roasted yep. tomatoes any day over a teaspoon of glutathione. Oof. <laughs> oh, I'm not fancy that. I wonder how many people yeah, to... I wonder how many people we could upset in one podcast. Wouldn't that be a great way to go out with a bang on your last ever podcast episode <laughs> saying <laughs> all the things no 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 because we haven't offended <laughs> many if many if anyone if any, yet. If anyone. Um no. but I was actually having a chat to a, a good friend who many people in the wellness world here will know, Mason Taylor, who has Super Feast. Our kids mm. go to school together. Oh, and Mason yeah. has, um, when he's not doing medicinal mushrooms and so on, he has his own, he loves comedy and he loves doing stand-up comedy. And mm-hmm. he does. Like you he, and me. Yeah, well, he posts to Instagram highly offensive content. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. I could do that. That ruffles feathers of uh, people that don't know that he really loves humor and and making people laugh and i saw him this morning i said thanks for making me laugh out loud the other day whether it was through the posting or the or the follow-up comments that people just get outraged by and you know he did a post that someone reported to instagram and then it got taken down he's like oh "Oh, come again coming again the fun police no Um, cancel culture (laughs) (laughs) so that is right there (laughs) <laughs> but if, you, if you if you go down cancel culture path, you're pretty much going down cancel longevity path, don't you think? Because yeah. most of the graceful ages that we know are the cheekiest, most politically incorrect. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did um, uh, Mario Martinez talk about it once? Like having righteous anger and a bit of cheek, like getting angry when you feel that your family or your personal reputation has been defamed or misrepresented and also having this cheek. It might have even been, been Carl Brock talking about it in a longevity film where he just saw that they had a real desire to just drop a grenade in a conversation or say something a little bit off-centre, which people cannot stand these days. Do you remember that guy? Kale Brock? He's in Byron at the moment. He sent me you, a text today going Brock? At, at Casino, uh, Little wow. Korea weekend. I'm like, what? Before he was famous, before he was famous, he was into wellness. It was amazing. Unbelievable. Kale Brock, that's now worth reflecting on. Got- that's worth reflecting on. Gut healing protocol, all those sorts of things that he used to do. That was good. Well, Close what he's there. actually reflecting on is mm-hmm. is is how this is almost uh, um, a, a piece of what we did at the beginning of the year. Is I almost feel like wellness has been on pause for a period of time. Some people remember we did that episode on you know I think Pete Lennon asked us did wellness miss an opportunity um, in 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 the COVID in the height of COVID and we were saying absolutely not. Um, it, uh, there may have been people trying to be opportunistic with certain healing protocols and all the rest of it, but I also feel like you said a great, great point earlier that it's really difficult to timestamp things over that two-year period because it's kind of a bit of a blur and it's almost been deleted from our life, from our, you know, not for all of us, but, you know, maybe we're all undergoing this process of deletion, but it almost feels like in wellness that that's almost paused Pause is not the right word because I know it hasn't paused, but feels like there's less trends that are new because people were kind of wondering or waiting to see what was going to happen. Um, and now, now I feel like it's going to start 
picking up the pace again. Is that is that your observation as well? I mean, you're yeah. much closer to the coal face than I am. Oh well, maybe. I mean, you're in Byron, so everything wellness is in Byron. It's it's all happening up there, but down here uh, in Melbourne town, um, I think we're all just excited that summer's still going. To be honest with you, it's quite <laughs> unbelievable. You know, it's just so beautiful at the moment. So, um, but. The, yeah, I, I I do think that people um, thinking, um, I suppose, more holistically about the decisions that they make with their life, that's been triggered by reflections on how the last two years were spent, what they were able to do, what they weren't able to do, you know, how their health's gone, whether or not they put weight on, whether or not they're drinking too much alcohol. People are starting to reflect on that and then going, okay, well, maybe I'm going to get my food back on track or, or maybe mm. I'm going to start doing more exercise again. I've got to get some kind of exercise ethic going. Some people are, you know, are, are trying to work out whether or not they do a gut detox. A lot of people have gone, you know what, I'm not going to take supplements anymore. You know, people have kind of got to that point. Some people have also gone, I'm going to take more supplements because, you know, I want to live, I want to get more out of my life. So it's been a, a good reflection time for a lot of people, I have to say, big guy. So do you think, actually, I'm just writing down here, restart. Do you feel mm. like, I mean, mm. I've even just said to a few people, I can actually with confidence, um, I want to do a book tour because I never did a book tour. And I was like, oh, I can sorry. actually look into the future. you need a caddy future. for that? Do you want a caddy? Uh, well, I want to do on a road trip. To, I want to do a New South Wales one on a road trip and then come down to Victoria. Mate, can we do a little road trip together? Okay. Can you and I do some events together? Yeah. And we could do a little bromantic road trip. Love that. You know, even if it was three or four days and we just did four or five gigs, you and me, yeah, yeah. in the car, yeah, I'd love that. That sounds good to yeah. me. Um, that sounds amazing. But it feels like people can, quote, unquote, restart their wellness in a new with a new lens, like less supplements, more supplements. For me, it's all about movement and, you know, it's a bit of a 40-year-old thing. We've had chats about this, but it's like just really honouring you know, the restart for me is really honouring that this physical body is going to be with me for the rest of my life, and that could be for another 70 or 80 years. I hope it, you've still got the same hips now as what you're doing. To... <laughs> yeah, no replaced ones. <laughs> yes, only time will tell. I still don't go off in airports. My shoulders and hips have never gone off, which is a <laughs> wonderful thing. Maybe they were just placebo injection, um, uh, whatever, um, operations. Yeah. But do you get a sense that people have got this confidence now, like they're not in lockdown, they're not really thinking they're going to be in lockdown. Mm-hmm. They could travel. They could go to events. They could stop having supplements, start having supplements. They could they could book in to see a chiropractor once a week and know with confidence that they're actually going to be able to do that without threat of lockdowns and 5K radiuses and other things impeding it. Are you sensing from the man and woman and, and girl and boy on the street that they can actually begin planning almost to be healthier again with um, a level of confidence? I think so, yes, Peasy. Um, and I also think that people are trying to juggle uh, what work now means. I was having a great chat the other day uh, with a chef and um, and and another guy, um, another guy who was in IT and we're at a wedding and we're just talking about um, where things have gone and how things have, have been over the last couple of years. And so what was really, really good for a lot of people through the COVID time, and people will comment on this, is that they were able to get up in the morning at their normal regular time, get some exercise in, sit down, have some breakfast with their family, mm-hmm. um, and then get into their work day and then at their normal time that they had tools down in their work day, they had tools down and they'd be able to spend some time with their family and that travel time 
um, was taken up with other bits and pieces. Mm, which people love. They, instead of commuting, they could actually, like you said, spend time by themselves or with their family or friends or do whatever. Yeah, but now what's happened, this, and this is really fascinating, now what's happened is that people now get up at their normal time that they used to get up and they're straight on their phone, straight on their device, and they're checking their emails and they're um, working out what meetings they've got and they're going back to back. And so they're going, well, you know what, I'll be available from 7.30 instead of they used to be available from 8.30. And so now they're um, available from 7.30 um, because they're not traveling anymore and so they've got this extra hour in the middle of the, at the start of the day. They're working all the way through in meetings that are online most of the time. And they might eat at their desk, which is that old behavior, that old mm. behavior that they used to do anyway, has now come back in. Um, and then they're straight back onto their computer and they're not tools down until after dinner um, or just as dinner starts. And this is now the new trap in terms of productivity is that people don't have that third space. Um, they, then they don't have travel time to, you know, to prepare. So they're not yeah. going from home to drive to then arrive at to work. To get so their head ready, yeah. And yep. then they're not de decompressing, defragging from the day because they're no going defrag. straight from here yep. out to the kitchen table or whatever. Exactly. And so it's putting more pressure on friendships and relationships and um, overall health and, and that sort of thing. So that ability to unwind, you know, when we talk about cracking your stress code and you start with, you know, stress because you care. I think people are waking up in overwhelm. Um, mm. They're already stressed and they're not, people are starting to wonder how do they ever fit everything in. And the reason why they're able to fit everything in is because they had that travel time, that, mm. that clear separation, delineation between home and work. And mm. and that's that's not happening at the moment for a lot of people. Wow. Um, yeah, it's almost really like the great life, life design challenge again, isn't it? How do you want to design your life? We've got, we've had... We've had the best of both worlds, but sometimes it felt like the worst world, but it actually realized that we could have all of this extra time to spend how we wanted, whether it was having breakfast or doing extra work or going out for a run or whatever. But now it's like, okay, we've got this confidence that we could actually design a life that doesn't mean we're driving, we're commuting five days a week, yeah. you know, um, but do we still bring in, yeah, toxic overworking habits that – no one really wins in that game. I still maintain like, you know, productivity is not any better. Uh, availability might be higher, but at what expense? Yeah, you know, totally. I don't um, think productivity is any better. Um, you're not seeing many no. companies, except for the tech companies, punching out way more money than what any other one else was. What you're seeing is greater levels of exhaustion, greater levels of stress. Um, people are overwhelmed um, easier. They're shorter fuses. So I'm seeing more of that. Mm. Of that, oh, Pete Lennon's arrived. Welcome, Pete. Oh, good on you, Pete. Good <laughs> to have you like, here, Pete. He's so Sandra Sully, isn't he? He's unbelievable. He's always here with the late news, Pete, but we yeah. love his yeah, contribution. We love, his, um, love his contribution, Pete. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Good to see well, you. I don't have enough privileges on Facebook to see, but here he is. Yet now I see I'm here. Let's get started. Good work, Pete. <laughs> well, we're just about to wrap this episode up, Pete Lennon. Uh, this <laughs> has been episode us. 475. We we jam-packed a number of different topics in here. The great yeah. life design restart or the great longevity restart, traveling, commuting, the new world, international travel, potential return to Ikaria, maybe a stopover in um, the French, oh. the southern oh. coast of uh, Toulon, uh, maybe return to Sardinia. Uh, but more than anything, we are actually back. Uh, 
Damo and I are back. Damo's not overseas. This has been episode 475 of 100 on out. I think I've lost Damo. Damo, you still with me? No, I think I've lost Damo. So I will just wrap this episode up, guys. Big thanks to Damo. You can find out more about Damo at damienchristoff.com. You can find out more about myself at marcuspierce.com.au. And until next week on episode 476, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. <laughs> I can hear you, but I can't see you. It all stopped like my video stopped. And bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.